I don't know why, but you know how like after we finish recording the podcast, we have to like save it. Like it doesn't save it as it's going. Yeah. Every time I click record, I'm paranoid that I'm just going to lose it somehow. Mm. <laughs> We've been doing this for over a year and that's still an insane fear of mine every time, every single time. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's cursed to happen now. Oh, excellent. I'm so glad I said that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fuck Me Dead, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and his buddies that just make you say, fuck me dead. Say our names. That, yeah, you have to say yours first. That's how oh. it works. <laughs> it's CJ. <laughs> I'm not going to say it like that. I'm Amanda. <laughs> I don't even think I could make my voice go that low. I can go really low. <laughs> and I don't think I could talk really high, but I can't go... <laughs> I can't do that, so... <laughs> What's up? I feel like we're very unorganized this week. <laughs> oh, God. Do we talk about what's happening with us in our lives and the uh, shit show that is existence? Yeah, I was going to say, that, that that's pretty much sums up our life, I feel. It's, it's a shit show. <laughs> a lot is happening right now, and uh, I mean, I guess we probably should talk about it because we might have to miss um, an episode or two during this whole ordeal. So, yeah, yeah we probably should talk about it. Okay. Well, the landlord wants to move back into the place we currently live in. Yes. So we have to leave. Which uh, throws a spanner in the works, really, because we were very much intending to stay here for at least a, a while. Um, yeah. We're both very over-moving. Yeah, very, very. But, you know, alas, it has been forced upon us again, and we have to move. Um, and we're also in a situation where we won't be moving in together. So... Yeah, so now we're trying to organise... Both try to move out into separate places at roughly at the, the same, same time. time so that we don't yeah. have to pay more rent than we need to because we're also both broke as shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a time, like, you know, the cat almost died and cost me a lot of money. And then immediately after that, the landlord says that they want the place back, which, you know, moving costs a lot of money that I now don't have. Uh, it's, you know, it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> and then the stress of having to find somewhere within, like, the 60 days. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's a lot at the moment. It's and just, I feel like, yeah, we're very unorganized. Yeah, so. just, stop, please. Yeah, just, can we please I'm, stop for a second? I'm just, like, I'm terrified to say anything on the lines of, like, well, I mean, what else could happen? Because it keeps fucking fighting something don't, every single time. It always Don't even tempt fate. Don't yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, instead I should start saying the things I think are going to happen. That I'm afraid might happen because then they won't happen, right? Well, I... I Damn, I, mean, I think I'm going to win the lottery. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay, well, I, I know that you don't have anxiety like I do, but I'm going to tell you my insane anxiety theories, okay? Mm-hmm. Maybe they might help you. I don't know. I, um, if I don't worry about something, then it will happen. Mm. So, do you know what I mean? Like, so I didn't even consider that the landlord would want to move back in. So, therefore, it happened. Yep. But now, if I fully commit all of my stress and anxiety to moving, then nothing will happen. It'll go smoothly. Okay. It's worked for my, me so my, far. My fear is but that it's not good. I, am, <laughs> I move into this new place and then, like, Scott Morrison kicks open the borders because he's a twat and all mm. these people come in and we go into another lockdown and then I have no employment and I have no, I, I'm not eligible for benefits because I'm not a citizen. And then it's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll have to either move back to Sydney or be homeless or be homeless in Sydney. You'd never I be mean, homeless in Sydney. Come on. I know. I know. 
but I don't want to live with my family. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I, I, I wouldn't want to either. I mean, not not your family. Your family's fine. If well, if you lived with your mum. Yeah, I definitely don't want to live with like my sister and her husband. And yeah, the that baby. would be. I'd be like, oh god, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like your mum, that'd be fine. Uh, you know, it'd be doable for a while. I think I'd still hate it. I mean, yeah, I would not want to live with family at this to point. I'm too old for that shit. After all this time, yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so like, it's just, it's it's a lot of stress right now. We're like kind of busy trying to sort all this stuff out. As a result, we're recording this very late. So when um, is Monday night? I'm probably just going to be editing. Yeah. I'm not bottling tomorrow by the looks of it, so. Okay, cool. On the downside, um, boo, because no extra money. But on the plus side, I guess I'm just editing this whole episode tomorrow, which. Oh. Yeah, editing it all in one day does not sound like a good time. And I can't even help you because I'm going to be at work all day, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to finish it off when I get home, but you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah, we're just, lots happening. Um, and I guess, yeah, mostly we're talking about this, like, super personal stuff because it probably will affect the podcast at some stage. Um, I I mean, even though we're not going to be living in, in the same house, I still fully intend to, to continue doing the podcast. I mean, I'm assuming you're on the same boat. Yeah. So, but it's just the moving lack of internet, et cetera, et cetera, that may... May make it so that we miss a week or two yeah. at some point. Um, who knows? We might get super organized and record in advance, but do not, do not bet on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, we'll obviously let you know, uh, but just a possibility at this point. Mm. So, in light of hoping <laughs> to make this episode brief, shall we begin? <laughs> okay. Sorry, we just complained for five minutes straight, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. This is live. Who wants to go first? Um, what's your last story like? Um, it's pretty fucking stupid, to be honest. Okay, we can go with you last then. So that means means you're going first. I'm up first. Um, God, we wrote these, I wrote these notes like over a week ago. So (laughs) (laughs) we might forget what we're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, we didn't get around to recording last week week, because we just got like, I don't even fucking remember what happened now. Something fucking happened. Well, we got the letter that said, you have to fucking leave. (laughs) Yeah. And we were just like, ah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Okay, so I don't know if you've heard about this or not, but uh, let's go back to Easter Monday. In a Stockland shopping centre in Burley Heads, a, a woman's body was discovered inside a charity bin by a member oh, of the I public. Oh, I hate that. Just in like a Smith bin or something like that. I don't know what charity yeah. it was, but you know the ones where you donate your clothes into? Clothes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a police, a police, a brief police investigation concluded- Hang on, wait, 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 before, like, look, look, look at Poppy. <laughs> Is she in the pod? She's in the pod. <laughs> Is that Pixie next to her? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> You're at the pod. Yeah. <laughs> Look how cute she is. She's just looking at me. <laughs> anyway, back to this grisly story. Sorry. <laughs> just, you know, a, a, a palate cleanser. Yeah. Uh, a brief police investigation concluded when they decided there was no foul play involved. So the woman was Asian. Okay, hang on, wait, wait, wait. How could there be no foul play involved when she, like, did she put herself in the bin? Yes. What? Yeah. So how is that even possible? So the woman aged in her 40s is believed to have been struck in the head by the bin as she was reaching into it. So she was trying to take something from the bin. So stealing from a charity. I mean, not cool, but also not worth dying over. Exactly. That's exactly the police attendance report. Um, so her cause of death is being labeled as a misadventure. Quote, oh there's obviously some items scattered around the vicinity. It appears she was attempting to remove items from one of these bins when she got caught in the mechanism of the bin and passed away. So it's, it sounds like... So hang on, wait, was she like hanging out? 
That's what it sounds like to me because, like, it says, remember, oh, the public discovered geez. it at, like, seven in the morning. So, I think if she was the, all the way inside <sighs> the bin, you wouldn't know until, like... You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know until they emptied the bin. Yeah. Unless, like, it was really full and she was on... Oh, this is a really, really odd yeah. conversation to be having, but you know what I mean. But, yeah, it sounds like to me, like, yeah, she's been hit in the head and she's sort of, like, wedged in the bin or something? Or, like, and, like was it God. just by her head? Was it, like, a guillotine? You know, okay. Oh, no. No, I hadn't even I considered that. I don't think it that. was that bad, but... Like you said, she got hit in the head, so bludgeoned. It's a fair point, though, because, like, if you think about how those bins work, yeah, you could easily get stuck. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So, um, the police have actually received reports of people taking items from these bins in the past, and they have this message for you, which is pretty much what you've already said. Quote, (laughs) it's not worth retrieving secondhand items from a bin and putting a life at risk, let alone the impact on the community that these charity bins... Oh, sorry. These are charity bins. They're there to support people less fortunate than yourself. And by stealing from those bins is actually having flow-on effects into the element of our community that's already struggling. So please don't do it. Because one, you might not only die, you're also like taking shit from people who really need it. My first um, thought was, oh my God, stealing from a charity bin. Why the fuck would you do that? But then I'm like, maybe they were desperate. Yeah, but they could like go to the charity. I guess. But I mean, you still have to pay. I mean, obviously not much, but like you still have to pay. So maybe they were just like really desperate. Not all of them. I thought some of them, they just sort of, you just go and they just rehope. Uh, there's clothes people. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I'm assuming that if you're like trying to get into a bin to steal items from it, from a charity bin, then the situation must be pretty like not good. Mm. Um, I mean, unless they were just some shit person who was planning on flipping stuff they found in the bin. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure people must do that. You know how like people just dump oh, shit outside that. like Vinnies and stuff. Have you seen the charity bins that um, the Woolies up there? They haven't emptied them in so long, so people are just piling stuff next to them. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm sure people steal from that kind of thing. Yeah, flip it on eBay. <laughs> I know, I know someone who used to do that, um, who would like go and find decent things and then flip them on eBay. Yeah, my like, brother absolutely does that. do that, or at yeah. least he used to. Yeah, he just that's yeah, what he did on weekends. He just drive around the street and like pick up furniture mm. and then like sell it online. Yeah. Yeah, people absolutely do that. Yeah, so, the microwave uh, they knows? gave me, I'm fairly certain that came off the side of the road. <laughs> Whatever. It was a good nick, so maybe not, but whatever. But yeah, I mean, if if it was a shitty person doing that, then no sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> mm. But I mean, no, there is sympathy because that's a really shitty way to die. Yeah. Um, but also don't steal from charities. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was something like it knocked her in the head, knocked her out, and then like it just sort of suffocated her. Probably. Because, yeah, like, if you think about the mechanism of how they work, because they're kind of like a swing thing. Yeah, it's like a post so you can really, really easily, like, get stuck or, like, crushed or... Oh, God. That's a really bad way to go out. Mm. That's it. Well, off to a cracker of a start. Yes. <laughs> Have you ever really hated your boss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever hated them so much that you sent 229 text messages to them threatening to hurt them and their family? No. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think that's a normal reaction. But maybe I should have. No, no, no. no. <laughs> don't do that. Not worth it. God, not worth it. All right, well, that's the whole no, story. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, a real I mean, quick one. I mean, it, it is, it is, but it isn't at the same time. So how about I give you some more detail? No, uh, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Short episode, short episode. i got to edit all of it tomorrow. <laughs> no. Okay, so this woman, her name her, is... Uh, fuck me dead quickly? A fucky. <laughs> a fucky, I like it. Quickly, a fucky. <laughs> Let's release one of those in the future just to use that joke. Maybe that's how, <laughs> we'll, that's, that's how we'll get through the, uh, the moving. We'll release like a full episode and we'll cut it down into like three little quick fucks. 
That's <laughs> Quick not facts, right. I love it. I love it. I mean, you could shorten that down to a quickie. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's not on brand. <laughs> okay, anyway, back to my fucking story that I hadn't even started yet. You already told this me everything woman. about it. Oh, my God. Stop. Okay, so this woman, her name is Emma. She decided to send hundreds of text messages to her boss pretending to be other co-workers or clients. She used, like, a spoofing software to, like, make it look like the messages were coming from someone else when they were really coming from her. Okay. So, if you can believe it, Emma was actually in HR, <laughs> which I just find so funny, um, and started sending these messages to her boss after she'd been with the company for about a year. I have no information on why, so, no, no examples of what the boss was doing? No, like, I don't know what the thing was that made her decide to do this. Um, I, I don't know. If you hate your job that much, you probably just leave, you know? Yeah. Anyway, but that's not what she did. Because over the course of a week in January of 2019, she sent 50 messages to her boss threatening to harm them. She also decided to send messages to their mother... And threatened to hurt their children, which I'm like, eh, bringing kids into it, that's, that's, you know, if it wasn't already too far, it's definitely too far now. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so I'm going to give you some examples of the type of messages she sent, and they're not good, I'm going to tell you. My New Year's resolution is to make your life hell and destroy your company. <laughs> this is going to be the worst Christmas ever for you. You see, I know where you live, and it is time you paid for what you did to my friends. What? You not believe me, I sent your address. I, that's really bad English. I don't know what that means. So I don't I don't know what this boss apparently did to her friends. but Or was she pretending to be someone else referring to herself as their friend? Possibly. Possibly. Um, you know it would be funny? If I waited for everyone to get to work and then lit the fucking building on fire and watched you all burn. Jesus Christ. They escalate real fucking quick. I do like the feeling of stabbing someone and how a knife looks covered in blood. Maybe I should come to your house and stab your kid. Which kid do you like the least? Fucking hell. Um, and then, and, and one that I just find so creepy, even though it's not really that bad, especially I in comparison to the other ones. <laughs> no, it was, did you hear that noise outside? <laughs> I hate that. I hate everything about it. Like, no, no, thank you. Um, and there were some other ones that were cited that were highly sexual that I do not feel comfortable repeating. So <laughs> it was fucking weird is what I'm going to tell you. It's just... Why? I don't know. So, surprise, surprise, Emma gets fired. No. <laughs> did they report the manager? Did, did, did the boss report this matter to HR? <laughs> that would be funny. Um, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I'm not really sure how they found out it was her. I'm assuming that the software didn't just didn't work out for her. But she, she just I, I don't one. know what she was Love using. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Or they found out that it was from her phone. Like I don't, I don't know. Either way, they found out it was her and she got fired. I'm assuming like, the boss probably went to the police and was like, what the fuck? And the police Yeah, absolutely. Just- and probably able to track it. Yeah. Um, so she was arrested and charged in February of 2019. This did not stop her from sending the messages. She continued to send the messages after she was released on bail. Like, how fucking dumb are you? Okay. I- how mad are you? What? Like, get over it. What did they even do? Yeah. I've had some shitty bosses and I don't think I've ever been. I don't think I've ever been this mad about anything. Yeah. Ever. So, if, if this wasn't wild enough for you, in March of 2019, she was convicted in a different stalking case, where she basically did the same thing to another woman she met through work. And this one is equally as bad. So, Emma claimed that she found a box outside her house and it contained some weird items. It had, like, two knives, a mask, a box of matches, a toy gun, a fake bullets, and photographs of her outside her house. 
With a letter that was a death threat. So Emma finds that outside her house. She goes to the cops with this box and claims it was this woman from work and takes out an AVO against her. But then Emma fucks herself over by sending herself messages, but making it look like it's from this woman. I'm stalking myself. (laughs) So so she sent these messages and they said things like, do yourself a favor and drop the AVO. If you don't, I'll kill you and your family. But they're her sending messages to herself. What's wrong with this lady? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's clearly something going on here. But, like, at first the police were fooled by all of this and they took the woman that she was accusing in for questioning. But she was able to really easily prove that she couldn't have sent the messages and was released after three hours of questioning. It was probably the first she heard of it as well. She was like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. She probably had no idea what was happening. Um, probably wondered, I, well, She must have because she had an AVO taken out on her. Yeah, I guess you, you get notified. Yeah, and she'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, so those two cases combined... Uh, she got um, sentenced in, in December 2020. And she. H- how much time do you think she got over both of these incidents? Mm, three months. That's a bit more than that, actually. Oh. She got six and a half years. Fuck. It's quite a bit more than I thought, actually. There's a part of me that's like, that's not really that much for threatening to kill people and like get people into trouble that have no reason to be in trouble and all that kind of things. But then I'm like, I don't know. I've seen like people who murder people get less. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, maybe I'm it is a decent long, sentence. Actually. I'm like, okay, I'm. I mean, compared to the other sentences we get up here where it's like, he raped 30 children and then fucked their mothers and killed the entire village. And he spent a week in prison to pay for it. (laughs) Now he's out on the street and he wants you to know that he's really the victim. Oh, sometimes blokes just get it wrong. That's what our prime minister would say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I guess six and a half years is a decent sentence, but I I don't know. Like, I just kind of feel like she's the kind of person who is just going to get released and do it again anyway. Probably. Probably start stalking. (laughs) She's changed her name now. She's changed her name now. So, to Stalky McStalkington. (laughs) The the worst thing is, right? Like, the article, she changed her name, obviously, to try and get away from Googling her name and that coming up. But they listed both the names in the article. Good. So I'm like, eh, it's didn't think that journalism. Now he's got to find yeah. the woman with three names. So, so yeah, that, that was it. I just thought that was a really wild one because I, when I started looking into it, I thought it was just with the boss. Mm. And then the more I read, the more articles I found, there was all this other stuff with this other woman. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm, God. My next story is kind of grim. I feel like this is what you're bringing today. My last story is pleasant. Okay. <laughs> You feeling okay? I feel like I, I, you know, I feel like we we had this thing at the beginning where I bought all the really grim stories, but I don't think I've done a grim one, like a really grim one, in a while. Mm. Have we swapped? <gasps> Can I have your paycheck? Is this Freaky Friday? Can I have your paycheck then? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alrighty. So, picture this: eleven people. They're on a boat celebrating a thirtieth birthday party and two farewells to friends who are leaving. This is a massive blowout. Yeah, big party, Massive you know. Blowout. It's on the Hawkesbury River. Also during the Easter nice. long weekend. Theme with my stories, apparently. Okay, okay. Uh, however, the, the day would end with eight of them being treated by paramedics on the scene with four being rushed to the ICU. What happened? For some reason that is still unknown at the time, at least that I wrote the article, the boat exploded. What? The boat- Do boats just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a lot of boats in my time and no, none of them have exploded. Okay. <laughs> um- one witness described it as like something out of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, God. 
Yeah. Now I will say it's not like the boat just completely fucking obliterated like in a video game. It wasn't like it didn't just go and turn into shards. Basically, the back of it just exploded in a ball of fire. Oh god! So I, I mean, it's still not. That's good. usually where the engine is on a boat. So mm. something's obviously gone wrong in there, and kaboom. So god. Joe Kwan was on board the boat, but survived mostly unharmed. And he said, "Quote: You never expect something like this to happen." A statement I think we can all agree with. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, you know, get on any vehicle and expect it to explode. Yeah. So the five men on board were all friends since primary school. And tragically, it was the, all the men seemed to have been okay. It was mostly their partners who have been badly wounded. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So three of the four worst injured uh, they ended up side by side in the Burns ward. And at time of writing, one remained in the ICU. And they all had to be put into induced comas for up to 48 hours upon arrival into the hospital. Oh, God. Okay, it must be bad. They are very badly burnt. So, trigger warning for the rest of the story. Um, one couple was on board with their 22-month-old daughter. <gasps> oh, no. Now, they... So fucking lucky. They managed to avoid any harm at all, as they had literally just moved to the front of the boat for a better view a minute before it exploded. Oh, my God. Um, they were showered with melted plastic and fiberglass, but otherwise they were okay. Okay. So, according to the father of the baby, everyone was walking in different directions like zombies with their skin hanging off. Oh, God. Yeah, it gets pretty bad. As people jumped off the burning boat, they missed and almost fell into the water. One report claims a woman's dress had melted into her skin. Oh, my God. Continuing the quote, the burns were so bad, I barely recognized one of my friends. There were no eyebrows. Um, now, the baby was completely unharmed. Okay. So the parents, like, obviously sheltered the kid as they instinctively yeah. would do, I'd imagine. So they're fine. Um, and continuing the quote again, the first thing everyone asked and cared about even though they were covered in burns and their skin falling off, uh, was asking how the daughter was. So even though like these people have just been blown up in a boat, everyone's just panicking about this baby. Mm, the baby's fine. Yeah. You know, that's, it's not all terrible, but it kind of is. Yeah, I mean, it's still not great. No. Uh, and part of me is like, I mean, you kind of would want to go in the water because it would be cool, but also it's the Hawkesbury and you probably would like... You'd oh, just get no. You, so no, 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 no. So, yeah, 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 infection. Like, Hawkesbury's fucking dirty. Yeah, it's filthy. However... Uh, nearby boats quickly came to their aid, and they were getting the victims into cold showers on their boats to try and treat the burns. Mm -hmm. uh, one woman lost all the skin on her hands. Oh, God. Now, I will say, if you go in the article, you there are pictures, so just fair warning. Like, they're censored, but I don't you think can I want to see it. that. It's pretty bad, like, where they're bandaged up and stuff. Uh, one of the men who suffered burns to his face is reportedly refusing to look in mirrors. Oh, that's horrible. So, now, if this wasn't all bad enough, three of the burn victims are not Australian citizens which means they have no access to Medicare benefits and they won't be receiving oh any of the free healthcare either. Furthermore, due to the injuries, they're not returning to work anytime soon. So they're not having any income. Uh, one woman runs her own business, so she's not even getting sick leave. So there are currently three GoFundMe campaigns. Again, I wrote these notes a week ago, so it could have changed by now. But at, at, when I wrote the article, uh, one had been fully funded. Another one needed another $5,000 and the third one was needing 13000 Wow. Okay. Uh, cause of explosion, like I said, still unknown. But yeah, that's it. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you would like to donate, you can find links to GoFundMe through the articles, which will be in the notes in the episode. I mean, I would hope since we wrote these notes like a week ago that um, that they would all be fully funded by now. But that yeah, it's horrible. Check, I mean, you don't expect to like go on a boat for a party and have it fucking blow up. Yeah. Okay, I can check. That was going all right. Actually, that one looks like the goal's been moved up. That's a bit bad. Probably needed more treatment. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're pretty bad. Go fund. Okay, so one still needs another 17,000, actually. Fuck. 
Yeah, they've all had their prices raised, unfortunately, so I guess it's not going super well. Even the one that was fully funded is no longer funded now and needs $13,000. Yeah, I imagine the amount of treatment they need is probably not cheap. Yeah. So that's all I got. A horrible day out boating. <clears throat> well, that was a real downer. Yep. I promise you my next story is much more pleasant. <laughs> I um, I don't have I don't have anything serious for you from here on in. Okay. Like, it's pure silliness right. at this point. We're having a whiplash moment. And I, f- uh, yeah, I was going to say, I feel really weird that this is my next story after that horrible, horrible First half podcast, thing that bad happened. and sad. Second half podcast, fun and wacky. <laughs> really is like, yeah, it probably is a bit of whiplash for people. <laughs> okay, so I found an Australian cryptid I'd never heard of before. So, of course, I have to tell you about it. <laughs> it's my mind. I thought you were saying like cryptid as in like cryptocurrency. I'm like, what? Like, oh. No, cryptid. <laughs> Have okay. you heard of the Narrabeen monster? Maybe, maybe not. I'd never heard about this before. And the only reason that I it came to my attention was in a Facebook group of all things where someone was requesting another podcast to do a story on it. Mm. Um, and I was like, well, I haven't heard of that. So I'm going to look into it. And then I found that there was not actually a great deal of information. So I thought it'd be perfect to slot into an episode. Narrabeen. Where is that? WA? Narrabeen. No, it's in Sydney. Narrabeen, Sydney. So, from for some geographical context, Narrabeen is in Sydney. It's on the northern be- northern beaches. Okay, it is also a town like in WA. A- oh, there you go. Okay, well, if you're international, if you're not Australian, think Summer Bay from Home and Away, <laughs> and it's pretty close there. So, I'm going to add hashtag Home and Away to our uh, listing this week. <laughs> see if we can bring in some extra some numbers. <laughs> well, because I mentioned the name of the show once. <laughs> yeah, bring in those Home and Away pod... I'm, you know, how, how many... Do you reckon there's podcasts out there about just just about discussing Home and Away? There's got to be, right? Oh, my God. There's got to be. Seriously? There's got to be out there. <laughs> Who watches it anymore? It'll be a British podcast, I, I reckon, because they all love uh, it. Yeah, yeah, actually, probably. Yeah. There's some... Or, there's I don't some, know. They prefer Neighbours. Do they? Yeah. Whatever. There's some British people out there and they run a okay, podcast. Okay, I kind of have to know now. Are there Home and Away podcasts? Neighbours Home and Away. I reckon... You know how like, know. there used to be podcasts about people discussing each episode of Game of Thrones and stuff like that? It's just one for neighbours. The Home and Away podcast! I fucking knew it. Oh my god, there's one that's called Summer Bays, like as in <laughs> B-A-E-S. Okay, I love it. Like, I hate the content, but I love that day. <laughs> Summer Bays! Oh my god! <laughs> Okay, yeah, I don't need to know oh, anymore that, it. that it's peaked. It's, it, peaked. it's endless content as well, because, like, yeah. they just keep making fucking Home and Away episodes. Because it's on, like, four times a week, right? Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. I get up and anyway, listen to my that- Home and Away podcast in the morning. It really <laughs> kickstarts my day. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to choke. That's right. I mean, we're laughing, but I bet their numbers are way better than ours. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like, um, what do you... How'd you... Wow, how'd you afford this fucking... 20-story mega mansion home and away podcast. <laughs> Got that home and away money. Oh, my God. Summer Bays. I'm not going to get over that anytime <laughs> soon. Name. I'm jealous. <laughs> it's a really That's good punny name. Good name. I mean, I hate the word bay, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's a good name. Yeah, no it's interesting good name. content. No, not at word, all. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen. Name. Fantastic name. Yeah, absolutely. Well okay. Anyway, we got way off point here. So... <laughs> What, <laughs> what Narrabeen does have is a massive lagoon, right? Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Yes, so it's, it's fucking massive, and uh, so people see some weird shit in it, obviously. Is this the Loch Ness of Sydney? I mean, I guess you could probably say that, but what people have seen is not anything like what Nessie looks like. Okay. So 
the interesting thing about this one is that there's not that many sightings. Mm. Like maybe a handful, and that's about it. But there's one like first-hand account that's pretty compelling. Like she's pretty convinced that she's seen this thing. Okay. So I don't know. So the first sighting wasn't that long ago. And, like, I feel like we've talked about other Australian cryptids, like, you know, like Yowies and Bunnips and stuff, which predate English settlement here. But the first sighting of the Narrabeen monster was in the 1960s. Okay. Um, So, a woman named Mabel, uh, I love that name, by the way, um, she was driving home late one night with her nephew, John, when they both seen an approximately four-foot-tall creature emerge from the lagoon. Mm -hmm. Now, there is a part of me that's like, how are you afraid of something that's four-foot? Terrified of midgets. Maybe. I, I don't know. It seems very small. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So they described it as being grey in colour with tough, leathery skin. Okay. It had it had the nose of an anteater, long back legs with short front arms. And but- I think the most alarming part of the description for me is that they insisted it only moved sideways. So it's like a... Don't love that. Like a, like a crab. It is I mean, how good of a look foot. did they get this thing? Like it's four foot. One. It's not a crab. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you know how big crabs can get? <laughs> they also don't have grey leathery skin. I will give you that. They also don't have trunk <laughs> snout things. No. Okay. So um, Mabel's recount of the creature made the news. Um, and the article that was published in the Daily Telegraph, the headline. I don't know. I really love these like really old sensationalist headlines because it was. And now it's the monster of Narrabeen. Um, So, apart from a sensational news story, nothing else really came of it. The second sighting came in 1971, uh, where two fishermen were on the lagoon and they saw a strange creature that they described as a brutish grey animal. A whatish? A brutish. Brutish. Mm. Okay, they said British. I'm like, (laughs) no, brutish. (laughs) Oh my god, it's an English tourist. Oh, what a monster! Um, and, and that's, they didn't really give a more detailed description of that, but they did say grey. So okay. we're assuming it's the same thing. So the same night, another woman said that she heard gurgling noises coming from the lagoon that she hadn't heard before, but she didn't actually see anything. She just said that the noises sounded really strange. Right, okay. So the monster's brushing its teeth. Or something. I don't know. I don't know. What do monsters get up to in their time off? Has a podcast, um, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, <laughs> The description of this cryptid is classed as an elephant humanoid, which I didn't even know was a fucking thing, but apparently there are, like, classes of cryptids. Okay. Which I'm like, okay, that's wild. Um, and apparently, yeah, there's, like, elephant humanoids have been sighted in other countries as well. Like, it's not just us. Okay. But that was really the most detail I could find about sightings. That, that was it. That's it. Uh, so, the only other weird thing that I found... Because, like, you know, I obviously Googled Narrabeen monster. Mm. I found a lot of articles since then. So, since the 70s. I'm not talking, like, one or two. I'm talking, like, a lot. A lot of articles that claim that there is a great white that lives in the lagoon. Is it a... F- I mean, it's, it's a pretty lagoon? big grey animal, right? I guess. It doesn't get out of the water, though. Narrabeen's on the coast, so I'm assuming it does feed back into the ocean. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, that doesn't explain the walking sideways um, with the trunk thing and none of that. But I was like, it's a big grey animal. <laughs> Is there some kind of link? I don't know. I mean, like an octopus will walk on land briefly to get from one thing of water to another. Maybe it's a big octopus. Maybe. We've got some pretty outrageous things in the ocean here. I like octopi. They're very intelligent. They creep me out. But anyway. 
So I did read one really wild article that linked the sighting of the Narrabeen monster to a rash of UFO sightings in the area that was happening at the same time. Okay. Um, <laughs> Narrabeen monster but, is also an alien. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, li- it's Elf's Australian cousin. <laughs> I, don't, I never watched the show, so I can't make any fucking jokes Oh, about you didn't it. watch ALF? No, I didn't watch I was a member ALF. of the official ALF fan club when I was, like, four. Oh, shit. I loved ALF. Um, anyway. Didn't he eat cats? Um, he did. <laughs> well, he wanted to. I don't know if he actually ever did. He totally ate cats. <laughs> but, yeah, like, apart from... I mean, it'd be fun to think that there's, like, a fucking alien living in um, the lagoon. But that I, I cats. I, that's a bit, far, <laughs> bit far-fetched, I think. ALF's orca um, cousin. Alpha. Could you imagine? Could you imagine just finding like a space elephant in a lagoon? <laughs> Hell yeah. I'd so be down for that story. I just don't think it's right. I mean, I don't know what these people have seen. The only thing I could think of is like maybe a seal. Maybe. Like, a, like an elephant seal? I don't know if seals live in that lagoon. But that's why it's weird. Well, that mm. was one of the bloody, um, I mean, you know what it could It could be a fucking bunyip. I mean, it could. Because that was, again, bunyips. Aquatic, mm-hmm. often like there's reason they make the weird noise. Yeah, and they're usually like a mashup of different animals. Yeah, shape shifting. Mm. The right, right well, I mean, it's the right part of the country for it. It is. Could be a bunyip. Could be a bunyip. I don't know what it is. Probably but definitely isn't a bunion. That'd be gross. Just a giant sentient bunion. A four, a four a foot, four bunion? foot bunion. No, we'll thank never you. Never wear shoes again. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. No thank you. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, that was it. That's all I've got. There's not a lot of information out there and there's not a lot of sightings. But I don't know that Mabel woman, she, her and her nephew were convinced that they seen something. Has there been an episode of Home and Away with the Narrenbean monster? (laughs) (laughs) Home and Away writers, we're giving you gold here. I will, I will personally watch your show. If you do, I don't, do you have seasons or arcs about the Narrenbean monster? Yeah, I have seasons and arcs. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the show's always on the air, right? They never have, like, seasonal breaks or anything. They just keep going. They have, like, this, they have the break over, like, Christmas year. Oh, two weeks. Well, it's what you do for two weeks. It's no home. I can't remember how long it is, but, yeah, they do break over, like, the end of the year. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, if you do a storyline about the Narrabeen Monster, I will fucking watch it. Yeah. And I want it to be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I mean, every storyline in Home and Away is ridiculous, so it's fine. It'll fit right I've in. I've never actually watched them, so I don't know what the storylines are like. Uh, it, when when I was a kid, we we watched Home and Away. They're pretty bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Same. <laughs> My last story is about a dog. Okay, I'm hoping nothing bad happens to this dog, because if so, I'm just going to walk away. Am I about to walk away? From the look on your face, I'm about to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> look, technically, yes. But it's, That's it's it. okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Fine. The dog's alive. Probably, okay. but definitely not. What? You'll find out. Uh, I got this story off TikTok. You got this story off TikTok? Yeah, that's where I heard about it. Okay. <laughs> From um, Now I'm kind of alarmed. <laughs> you, you know this guy, Julian O'Shea? Oh, Julian O'Shea. He knows all the stuff He's about got Melbourne. cool stories about Melbourne. Um, I hope your town has a Julian O'Shea living in it because- it's yeah, really he's cool. so informative. Um, if you live in Melbourne or you like to learn some more cool little facts about Melbourne, I really recommend you follow Julian O'Shea on TikTok. Yeah. You'll never forget his name because he says it at the end he of the episode. He says it so episode. many times. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like I said, he makes odd and interesting things about this Melbourne city. Please check him out. Um, especially because I fucking just stole his fucking idea for this story. No. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the whole premise of the car show. I agree. This, this is what we yeah, do. Um, yeah. 
like for an example, like the stuff he does content on, um, and just because it fascinates me, and you're wherever now, like there's, li- if you live in Melbourne or any- maybe anywhere in Australia, I don't know, you're driving down the road, you're walking down the street, and you see like a little blue reflective square or rectangle on a telephone mm-hmm. pole or like on a wall somewhere. They're for emergency services to indicate where like a fire hydrant is. So the squares yeah. face the fire hydrants, and the rectangles tell them that there's like a fire hydrant on the other side of it or in the other direction. So that you're yeah. looking towards it. Yeah. How does he know this stuff? I don't know. Where's he learning it? I didn't know this stuff. Where did he get yeah. his powers? Julian O'Shea an immortal? <laughs> I mean, I think that's a stretch. <laughs> He's been there from the beginning. He's got all of the world's knowledge. He's the one that designed all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't get credit for my cool ideas. I'm going to fucking tell everyone about it. <laughs> On TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> He's been waiting. He's a whole immortal life for TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't everyone, honestly. Anyway. Um, have you ever seen or perhaps heard of Larry Latrobe? I mean, I've heard Latrobe. Yeah, we've all heard Latrobe if you live in Melbourne. I assume that mm. was a dude at some point. Uh, well, Larry yeah. is a sculpture of a dog. Okay. He currently lives on the corner of Collins and Swanston Street. Uh, and he was installed in 1992 and created by an artist called Pamela Irving. And she did so trying to create the perfect pet for anyone that lived in the city. A dog that did not need to be fed or walked. Yeah, well, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so Pamela took inspiration for the sculpture from her own dog, Lucy, at the time, but it's not, he's not particularly meant to be any kind of dog breed at all, really. In fact, he kind of- a dog. He's, he's just a weird looking little dog. Uh, he kind of reminds me of like, uh, is it Mambo? Oh, right. Okay. Kind of reminds me of like that sort of style. I don't know if Pamela had any ties to Mambo or not, but yeah, so that's his design. And she was also kind of like create a sense of like Australian alaricanism. And people looking at it, mm-hmm. if you don't know what a larrikin is, uh, it's an Australian English term meaning like a mischievous young person or they're an uncultivated, rowdy, good-hearted person kind of thing. Mm. Um, I'm literally taking these definitions off Google. A person who acts with apparent <laughs> disregard for social or political conventions. There is even a brewery company called Your Mates, and they one of their best sellers is the Larry Can. <laughs> they also do a beer okay. called the Amanda. All their, well, all their I'm sure it's disappointing just like me. It's an amber ale. I quite liked it. So all that aside. So this is the interesting thing about Larry Latrobe. The one installed outside Town Hall is an imposter. <gasps> the original Larry, despite being stuck in the ground with 30 centimeter bolts, was stolen one August night in 1995. How fucking dare and they? And he has never been recovered. Who has Larry in their house right now? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's listening to this podcast and it's like, <laughs> I have Larry. <laughs> yeah. He's- I mean, I hope I hope you are listening, honestly, because that would just be kind of funny. But yeah, really good. Send us a message if you still do. Still, also return him. <laughs> now, it's believed he was stolen either as a uni stunt or that someone wanted him and melted him down. Don't do that. So Larry may not be with us. He may be in someone's garage. Who knows? Oh, no. Uh, so despite a massive media campaign and police investigations, the original Larry, like I said, has never been found and there are no suspects. It was the perfect crime. Oh, that's so sad. So in 1996, though... Because obviously there's a Larry there now, so how do we get another one? Uh, 1996, the previous owner of the foundry, where the original Larry was cast, he paid to have a new one made, um, following the public attention of the case, and a two-meter-tall float of Larry being featured in a Mumba parade. Um, mm-hmm. That float actually was taken to Osaka, Japan in 1997 okay. um, for a parade there, and it received the best float prize. Nice. Yeah. Good on you, Larry. Also, a little aside, <laughs> Melbourne and Osaka... A sister cities. I knew that. I didn't. I know that Melbourne and Portland, Oregon are. I don't think I knew that. Mm. So I really, really want to go to Portland, Oregon. And I love Osaka. Mm. And I love Melbourne. So in theory, I should really love Portland, Oregon. 
I mean, the only reason I want to go to Portland, Oregon is I know someone who went there and he told me he went to a bar that had a hundred different beers on tap. And I was like, yep, one week, 20 beers a day. Of course. Let's do of it. Of course. <laughs> anyway, so Larry was originally reinstalled at City Square in September 1996 to much fanfare, including a live band who sung an ode in his name. Lovely. But in 2017, he had to be relocated to his current location following works on a metro tunnel project. It sounds like Larry's very beloved. Yeah. So I'm not sure I've seen him. Next time in the city, I'm going to try and maybe go out of my way to see the statue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen him. Yeah. I don't think I have either. Did you know that Sydney has a dog? Is that the fucking Queen's dog outside the goddamn town hall that never shuts the fuck up? <laughs> Literally any time that I would meet someone in the city, I'd be like, meet you at the talking dog. I think I've got that dog speech probably memorized in my head. Yeah. I don't think I could do it off the top of my head, but if like it starts talking, I can like And I'm pretty on. sure like it's voiced by John Laws or something. <laughs> or Alan Jones. One of those two. Ooh, not Alan Jones. Now I kind of have to know if I got that right or not. Um, I once walked past that fountain late at night from one bar going to another bar, and there was someone asleep inside of it. What? Head down, legs up in the air. The thing was empty at the time. Passed out at it. I looked at it, and I was just like, ah, you're probably okay, and I left. You're probably okay. <laughs> they were, yeah, they he, were smiling. He, they he is, happy. He is voiced by John Laws. John Laws? Who's that? He's another, like, shock jock. Oh, gross. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know. That was always like my favorite place to meet people was at the Talking Dog. Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty, it's a convenient place to meet anyone in Sydney, really. It is Pretty's a very convenient place because it's like right at Town Hall. Yeah, I was like QVB. <laughs> Larry looks like he's bang in the middle of the city. I'm just trying to see what's near it that I actually go to. I don't know anything apart from bars. Oh, he's around the corner from Jim Palace. Okay. See, now I know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> where is Larry? Oh, no. Oh, no, what have I done? No, go back to map. Go back to map. All right, where's Larry in relation to the part of the city I know best? So section eight, Tattersales Lane. Ah, okay, yeah, he's down that way. Oh, yeah, I don't usually get down that part. There you go. I will have to go out of my way to find Larry. Go see Larry at some point. Mm. Say hi. Does this mean we're up to the last we story? We are finally here. I've got a question for you. Okay. Especially as a person who likes to drink. Oh, yep. Have you ever been so drunk that you thought stealing a scissor lift was a good idea? Ooh. <laughs> Probably. Would you have done it, though? <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. Okay. Probably so, not. A, th- a 31-year-old man has been arrested in Cairns after stealing a scissor lift from a construction site and taking it for a joyride. Make sure I know which fucking construction site it is, too. Because Cairns <laughs> has been like trying to renovate their main street for like a decade now, and every time I go, there's just crap everywhere. Okay. I'm... Okay, I'm sending you a link to the article because there is a video of the incident from a police I was fucking right. Cam. It is the street. I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the um, the video from the police cam, it's actually pretty funny. Um, it's a, pol- a female police officer and she's so laid back in it. Like, I don't know how she's just not losing her shit. This guy. She just lets him, like, climb down like, through the scissor part. Okay. And then she asks him where he got it from. And he's like, oh, it was just on the street ready to go. <laughs> uh, I've got a fucking ad. Hang on. All right, let's get rid of that. Looks weird seeing them, like, take their seatbelt off and front person camera. Mm. Dude, are you drunk? I'm sober as a judge. <laughs> <laughs> he's in flip-flops. Of course he is. Why are they cutting out his voice? Yeah, I wasn't sure about maybe that. The- maybe it's because of privacy. Yeah, the mics are uh, Maybe they can't. Because they, they don't identify I mean, like, him He's in a high-vis vest. He clearly knows what he's doing. A high-vis skivvy. Yeah, but he's also in, like, board shorts and thongs. It's cans. That's what their <laughs> tradies look like. 
Okay, well, now anyway. they're because now who's going to drive the cherry picker out of the bloody... It's in the middle of the street now. They should have gotten to fucking bargain. <laughs> so, I don't know. It being on the street ready to go probably isn't an invitation to take it, but... But also, why did the people who, like, have it leave their fucking keys in it? They probably don't assume that some drunk dude's going to come along and just take it for a joyride down the main street. I wouldn't leave my keys in my cherry picker on the street. Are you crazy? <laughs> so, I think the thing about this is, is that it's not the first time that this guy has stolen a scissor lift. Told you he knew what he was doing. I'm like, is this a thing? Is this what the cool kids are doing these days? You get drunk, you steal some some construction equipment, and you have a great you go time. Lifting. It, I don't know. Like, I feel like drunk texting was a thing, but maybe it's now drunk stealing you know scissor lifts. I just, don't like, know. Raised it, and just drove away. I can't get up to it. Oh my god! What are you gonna do? Come up here and get me. So he got busted again, again in the main street of Cairns, but that time he refused to get down. <laughs> so. He's been charged with drink driving, unlawful use of a motor vehicle, and obstructing police. He's meant to um, face court at the end of the month. I'm going to keep an eye out for it because I'm curious as to what kind of punishment he's going to get for getting drunk and uh, stealing a sizzle would lift it, twice. Like, would it? It's not a car, so would it affect? Would it? Would it impact his driving license? I don't know. I'm sure they could. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I, I. I. I've. I've been blackout drunk before, but I don't know if I've ever been drunk enough to steal a sizzle lift. Yeah, fuck. I mean, I wouldn't know how to operate one. <laughs> no, me either. Like, it wouldn't even occur to me to go anywhere near a fucking scissor lift. <laughs> like, I think they steer off like a little joystick as well anyway. It's not like a... Yeah, they do. And then I assume there's a button for going up and a button for going down. So they're probably not very complicated. I guess, but I still wouldn't think to try it. <laughs> you know? Wouldn't be like, oh, let's just have a go and see what happens. I kind of want to operate one. <laughs> You could always get a job as a scissor lift operator. Professional scissor lift operator. Don't do anything while I'm up there. I just make it go up and down. I don't know. Like at work, they have a scissor lift at work and my window in my office looks directly into the warehouse. And I swear a dude gets up in that scissor lift every fucking day. I don't know what he does up there though. He's just, he's plunging <laughs> work. He's just hiding up there. No, seriously. Like I look at him and I'm like, what are you even doing? He's got to make a bag and stuff. He's not actually doing anything. And I'm like, That's why are you up here? He likes to hang out and have his lunch. Maybe he's the supervisor. <laughs> That's how he does it. Well, like, the warehouse is split into two, so there's, like, a fake wall in the middle. And I'm like, is he just getting up there to look over the other side? Possibly. <laughs> What's going on um, over here? But, yeah, I don't get drunk and drive scissor lifts. Or do it. Whatever. I'm not encouraging this kind of behavior. <laughs> Larry Latrobe would let me drive the scissor lift. <laughs> look, I'm, I'd highly recommend going to the article and watching the video. Yeah, it was like, funny. I thought the video was very amusing. Also, it's a... Um it's a Daily Mail article, so you get a fun headline too. Shocking footage captures the moment a man is caught allegedly joyriding a scissor lift on two different trips through city streets. <laughs> Which means that, like, last time... Honestly, that's better than their usual headline. Last time he got away with it, like, well, he didn't get away with it, but, like, no one heard about it. Well, what's weird is the video is of the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I want to see the video of it the second time. I really hope that, like, they turned up and he just, like, went up in the scissor lift. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, no, I'm no. not coming down. <laughs> space up there to lie down. You can't down. make me. You're not the boss of me. You can sleep on it. <laughs> oh, God. Keeping you up. Yes. I have very lazy. It's fucking day. seven o'clock. It is not that I'm late. hungry. Okay. Well, let's wrap it up then so we can. Yay. I'm going to eat potato salad. Can I have some potato salad? Yeah. You could also try curlies, that- which are New Zealand twisties, and they actually twist. They're actually twisted. They're not just lumpy, weird things. Do not bag on twisties. Don't bag on all the twisties I want. The other thing, though, about curlies is I have literally not had them since I was, like, four. 
maybe seven. So your memory might be quite warped. Okay, yeah, cool. They might be shit. We're about to find out though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But at the very least, they curl. I'm gonna be so upset if we open the bag. <laughs> They're just like twisties. <laughs> I hope that's what happens. That'd be calmer. <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to send me an email about my wrong chip opinions, you could do so at fmedeadpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at fmedeadpodcast. You can visit our website, fuckmedeadpodcast.com. If you'd like to subscribe and leave us a review, that'd be fucking awesome. We'd be forever grateful. And if for whatever reason you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so at coffee.com forward slash fmedeadpodcast. And I will also say that I know we ran to the start about troubles and not having any money, but please do not donate to us to help us move. Don't do that. Yeah, don't the, do the that. Donations we'll for the show out. are literally just to power the show. Yes, absolutely. But that's it. Okay. I think that wraps us yes. up. Um, Should be a nice quick. Thank you so job. much for listening. And uh, we'll hopefully be back at the same time next week. But probably not. Do, 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 do. Well, I mean, the <laughs> episode should be. Who knows when we're going to fucking record. Yeah, the episode should be. <laughs> All right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.